Jump into it, I'll just leave it in your hands and you do what you want. You leave it in my capable hands and my capable uniform that I like to wear on the show every single week. Uh, <laughs> if you weren't sure, because I am wearing basically the same thing as I am every week, welcome everybody to Wednesday Up Late. I am one of your hosts, Chloe, and this is our I'm... other co <laughs> Yep, Glenn. <laughs> Glenn. Yeah, I mean, I wear different clothes every week just so you can tell what episode you're watching. Right, you're welcome, everybody. That's what I do. It's called uh, Continuity. All right, look it up. It's a movie thing. Um, I just want to thank everyone for joining us this week for some fun games and laughter and banter and just typical buffoonery that you'll get from us both. Um, we are, of course, Wednesday Up Late. We are a podcast and a vodcast who come to you every Wednesday, as is the name. Uh, but, you know, sometimes you just don't have time to... Um, scout the uniform or the beautiful faces that come before you via video. So please, please jump onto newsly.me, download their super duper app and listen to us on the Newsly app because we sound pristine. Glenn does an amazing job editing us to, so we don't sound t- like really stupid. <laughs> anyway, Newsly is a great app. They give you an upgraded premium service for free for a whole month if you use our special code Wednesday up late. Um, and that will give you all sorts of things, news, articles, podcasts, whatever your heart desires, you will find on newsly.me. Excellent. And you know That's where what the, I reckon you, anyway. you know you know where the show that we don't edit, right? Like you know that, right? Well, I mean, you cut out the the boring the boring pauses. No, I don't. Don't you? No. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> We're all learning something new here, folks. <laughs> oh, is that why we do the hold music all the time when we're thinking about things? Yeah. That oh, stays in the show. Light like bulb that. moment. Yeah, wow. Wow. See, I'm so vain and narcissistic that I have to watch us because I'm very, very critical. Okay, so in, in that case, do you notice that we don't stop? Like when you watch us, it's one long recording. Well yeah, but I thought like you edited the the like the video version differently <laughs> to the sound version. So no. I mean who's got time for that? All over this. All so over it like all. a rash. What people are seeing here is definitely a look behind the curtain of how much oh, of a wow. clusterfuck. So they are getting the full shebang. Much of a clusterfuck this whole thing is. Awesome. I'm great this week. Awesome. How are you? <laughs> I'm a really good. I don't even know if I asked you, but yeah, I'm good. Thanks. How are you? Yeah, great. All right. Ciao. <laughs> See you later. We, um, yeah, we have a great show. We have some fun <laughs> games to play. Um, don't know. We're, we're more of the same. It's all the same stuff. We're just going to get straight into it, I reckon, and, and go for a first game. Spare them and let's do it. Let's do it. We're going to start off with movie quotes because why not? Why not? Why not? Let's start off some, Good some movie quotes. All right. I've got some easy ones this week. That okay. is what I've, I'm hoping. I, I appreciate that. But, you know, you we all know, every, everyone knows it's watching that easy does not necessarily mean Glenn's brain works. <laughs> That's not the mode that's going to have a it, lag time. Oh, yeah. Okay. Would you like to go first? Sure. I can go first. Okay. Do it. All right. So. <laughs> I will. You watch. <laughs> um, all right. So 
Mickey's a mouse. Donald's a duck. Pluto's a dog. So what's Goofy? Mm, yep. Fucking hell. It's um. Oh, you, it's always Stand By Me with you. I have not brought up Stand By Me in so long, and I've yeah. done that on purpose. I reckon. I reckon last week you did, or was it the week before? You, yeah, I think you. Had, I think you unconsciously did. <laughs> <laughs> and if it's not that, then it's probably going to be the Goonies, or it's probably going to be Harry Potter. Maybe I know. Maybe Lord of the Rings. I don't know. Hey, I haven't brought up Harry Potter in a really long time. But speaking of Harry Potter, <laughs> my son's going as Harry Potter to Book Week tonight, tomorrow. So I'm pretty excited. Excellent, fantastic. As Harry Finally Potter devil, and just a character from the the Harry Potter verse. Um, well, he hasn't told me, but I'm assuming Harry Potter. Yep. So I get to draw like the little glasses on him and the little the little lightning bolt. I'm very you excited. mean he's not taking real glasses? You're going to draw them on? Well, he has actual glasses, but they're not like actual Harry Potter, Harry Potter glasses. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought, you know, why not take an opportunity to draw my kid's face when I can? That's so, you know. the best, the best motherly response I can think of. Mm-hmm. Speaking of motherly, mm-hmm. you're the worst mother in the world. Had to I'm say the it. worst. Had to say it. After last week's episode, <laughs> counting to three in front of your child is unacceptable. I didn't want to say anything in the moment because I just thought to myself, wow, how cruel, mm. how cruel you are to your children. And I'm looking back on it thinking, what a terrible person. Um, how dare she feed her children and clothe them and send them to school. But counting to three, that's that's crossing a fucking line. That's what that is. Crossing the lines, drawing on their faces. (laughs) (laughs) And I'll do it again. (laughs) (laughs) Just don't crack an egg on their head. Like apparently that's not good either. Oh my god. God. I won't I won't get into that. Greatest TikTok trend ever. Anyway, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, you're done. Okie dokie. So how about looks like I picked the wrong week to stop sniffing glue. Oh my lord. There's never a wrong week to stop sniffing glue. Um, oh, I have no fucking clue. Context there. Um, earlier in the film, I was guess guess I picked the wrong week to stop smoking cigarettes, and guess I picked the wrong week to stop drinking coffee. And then it progresses into <laughs> looks like I picked oh. the wrong week to stop stop sniffing glue. <laughs> I feel like I know this, but yeah, I don't you know do. what it you is. Do. Is it an Adam Sandler movie? No, no, it's not. Oh it's... no. Airplane, aka flying high. Oh, okay. Lloyd yeah, Bridges yeah, yeah. in the like air traffic control tower. So good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's funny. I like that. All right. This one's a bit of a long one. Mm. I've got it on my phone. I have to bring it up. All right. Ready? Yeah. Okay. White boys get the Oscar. It's a known fact. Did I ever get a nomination? No. You know why? Because I haven't played any of them slave roles and get my ass whipped. And that's where you get the nomination. A black dude who plays a slave that gets his ass whipped gets the nomination. A white guy who plays an idiot gets the Oscar. That's what I need. I need to play a slave and then I'll get the Oscar. Hey, it's got to be Tropic Thunder? No, but that's a good guess. I do know the it's quote. A cr- I do know the quote. It's a crazy, whacked out kind of movie like that. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, It's not Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? No. No, okay. No, I'm not going to keep guessing. Think Steve Martin? Not Bowfinger? Yes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. 
That's a good how, point. <laughs> can we just take a minute to appreciate how good that movie is? Like, you don't watch it in a while and then you revisit it and you just forget how good that movie is. It actually popped up on my feed, uh, my Facebook feed earlier on this evening. So, <laughs> no way. Yeah. Just that oh moment of him, like, when he does the smile, he's going, like, wow, you know, like he's doing that. Awesome. Oh, <laughs> That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff Ramsey is just one of the best characters, I just have to say. Okay, how about they should make phones for full-figured girls? Phones yep. for full-figured girls? Yeah, they should make phones for full-figured girls. Is that Shallow Hal? No, you're not far off. Cakes and pies, cakes and pies. Hercules, Hercules. Nope. No? Nope. Oh. Is it an uh, Eddie Murphy movie? No, I'm upstairs. Oh. <laughs> I don't know any of these. <laughs> Juice Bigelow. Uh, uh, the big fat black okay. woman. <laughs> she, mm-hmm. she dials the yeah. wrong number. They should make films for full figured girls. <laughs> wow. Well, oh, okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. What about this one? Um. This one is a quote in four, like, it's like a narration, but it's a song, but it's still a quote from a movie. And it goes like this. (laughs) A long ass fucking time ago, in a town called Kickapoo, there lived a humble family. Okay, all right. Pick a destiny. In a town of Kickapoo. (laughs) Lived a humble family, religious through and through. And they were on my Facebook feed earlier this evening, too. No joke. No joke. They were doing a the cover simulation. of something, but yeah, far out. It's the simulation. What is happening? I don't know. How about little bastards shot me in the ass? Dennis the Menace. Nope. So um... I limped to the nearest saloon, crawled inside a whiskey bottle, and I've been there ever since. Oh my God. So it's like a spaghetti western type. Little bastard shot me in the ass. Is it ridiculous six? So close. Hateful eight. No. Fucking. I was going with the number theme. No. <laughs> no. How about blazing saddles? Oh, God damn it. It's Gene Wilder describing the time he had a duel with like a 12 year old kid. And he's like, he put his gun away and he turned around because he wasn't going to fight a kid. And then he's like, little bastard, shot me in the ass. <laughs> oh, my gosh. The best quote. Love it. You've got such good ones tonight. I only have one last one and it's um pretty easy. You're going to get a straight away. <laughs> well, I only have one last one as well because we're at the last one. Welcome to the party, pal. What? I don't know that. Welcome to the party, pal. Welcome to the party, pal. <laughs> no, I, don't I thought this was going to be the easiest yeah, one. <laughs> I, obviously, you thought that, and as I said at the start, that, that was always not the case. <laughs> Welcome to the party, pal. Is it not juice? Um, no, it's not Beetlejuice. Welcome to the party. Mm. No, no, don't know. Haven't got a clue. No? Not even an inkling of a clue. Die Hard. Die Hard. Yeah, okay. No. No. Welcome to the party, pal. <laughs> no, good one, good one, but um, yeah, no, nah, wouldn't have got that in a million years, to be honest with you. I don't know why that sticks in my brain whenever I see the movie, and he says that. I just, I don't know. 
gives well, we me all- the tingles. Gives <laughs> you the tingles. <laughs> what? Give <laughs> the tingles. I don't know. I don't know. Far you out. Know, you get like the tingles through you, like when you're watching a movie, it gives you like the shivers. Yeah, well, I'll just I'll remember that. Welcome to the party, pal. It doesn't take much. Mm-hmm. Doesn't take much. No. God. <laughs> How about? I want to see this dead grandmother firsthand. It's a first-class ticket to nowhere. I don't trust him any further than I can throw him. You can keep talking, but I mean, nothing's <laughs> triggering in my Leave brain. Lead down the primrose path. <laughs> I want to see this dead grandmother firsthand. So that's how it is in their family. <laughs> oh, 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 um, <laughs> oh, yes, I know it now. I know it. Oh, for fuck's sake. Hmm. That you're just going to have to say it because, like, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. It's right at the. F- yes! Now I've I've noticed, and I'm sure a lot of people have noticed that are watching the the podcast. Um, you've taken your nail polish off. Yeah, I'm really lazy at the moment. <laughs> no, because normally you do this thing with your eyes where you put one finger in your eyes and you rub them, and it looks like you got little beady eyes, like a little lobster. Really? Do yeah. I do that? Yeah. <laughs> Every week. <laughs> but it, it doesn't look like a lobster this week because there's no black. Damn it! I'm gonna have to draw like little little dots on there just to fuck with you all. <laughs> That's right. Call you Chloe Clobster. Oh my gosh, <laughs> Clobster Chloe. Yeah, I've been I've been called worse. So I mean, <laughs> yeah. Um, oh goodness. Yeah, me. Did you Did you read about the news of um the it's a it's a couple of weeks old now, but the Blind Side. Did you read about that? Something about how it's not how it was portrayed. Yeah, it's not true at all. They they, com- they completely exploited. Shut up! The, not at all. They, no, they completely exploited that guy. He was never properly adopted, and they've just been making millions off him, and he's made no money from it. <laughs> like it was all Are a, you like serious. Yeah, it's all kind of. It's not quite a hoax, but it almost is a hoax because, um, yeah, they just they never actually adopted him. Like they just let the movie tell that story, and it's not actually what went down. <laughs> Hilarious. Oh my god. Yep. 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 There we go. That's really that's really sad because that was quite like a moving movie of that well, time. Like it, everyone it's, it's was talking a, about the blind side. It's still a moving movie, obviously, but um like and the worst part is, and this is where the fucking internet sucks as it always does, people are now calling for Sandra Bullock to be stripped of her Oscar and it's like Oh Jesus Christ. And yet, you know, the guy that played against her, that played the character. He's come out and said, why Why would you take the Oscar away from her? Like, she was given a job to do. She did it so well that she got awarded for it. Where the story came from is What's irrelevant. it got to do with her? Yeah. That's right. Exactly. That because the internet She's sucks got nothing and it's full to of do. fuckwits. It is. It's just full of angry people who have no other outlet to get out their anger. And so they take it out on people who they think they know Um enough to to talk about them like this. And it's ridiculous because as shitty as it is that that story was played out like it was a true story and it was based off a true story and now it's come out that it isn't, that sucks. Yeah, that's pretty shitty that um, the people who were making this movie were kind of duped in that way. Mm -hmm. 
But who gives a fuck? It still inspired millions Sandra- of people. Exactly right. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, I know. See, and this is this is why, like, you know, we were talking off mic before. Uh, it's why I get so defensive of like you when that when that person attacks you for being a bad mother. It's like you saw a thirty second clip, which was harmless in and of itself, but it had context. And it's like, for fuck's sake, what parent in the universe has not used the number system? You're not allowed to whack them anymore. Oh. You know, Mate, like, so if the... he would come to my house, then he could judge me on being a bad mother. But from that, I mean, and, and <laughs> then he could see I'm really a bad mother. Then he could see really how bad I am. But like that, like oh, for some reason, they don't bother me personally. Like it just, yeah. it has never gotten under my skin what a stranger thinks about me, which is, um, you know, hopefully how like Sandra Bullock and all these other sort of celebrities dealing with this kind of fucking culture is feeling um if it was you on the other hand that said that comment i would be devastated absolutely (laughs) devastated yeah because you know me you know but fucking losers on the internet do not have any context no no i know they don't you're very you're very resilient but um i don't know maybe it's i'm protective of my my clan you know my my -hmm. people um which is awesome or also and that is true but also i just hate the fucking world like i hate the way people interact in the world i fucking do yeah and that shits me so much um anyway let's move on i'm getting angry fucking hell it's sad it's sad (laughs) what are we doing now um so we can play another game if you like do i have an option like what, what do we do otherwise Sure. Well, I mean, I was um I was thinking that maybe this week we could change it up a little bit and I kind of wanted to hear about some of your sort of favorite movie going experiences, like experiences that have stuck with you for any kind of reason, good, bad. Um yeah. I just wanted to know if anything's sort of sprung to mind. No, do you know what's funny? Like I you can you can name a movie, like particularly from the 80s and 90s maybe 2000s, actually, yeah, any era. And I can almost remember every single cinema experience I've had with those movies. Like I remember wow. where, where I saw them, what cinema I saw them, the conditions of the cinema. Um, and that's going, no joke, that is going as far back as like 1983, I think it is, when uh, E.T. arrived mm-hmm. in Australia and I saw that at the Frankston Cinemas. And I can remember vividly laying on the carpet in front of the screen uh-huh. on the floor looking up at E.T. So, like, imagine that from a kid's point of view, that screen is just fucking giant. You can't really see the film from that perspective, but that's how I watched E.T. for the first time. Wow. And I was cute. with my I was with my stepmother at the time, and I guess she didn't um she didn't wrangle me back to the chair just because I was quiet. Like I was just mm-hmm. You were happy. I was lost in the in the movie and that's all that mattered. Mm-hmm. You were content and happy and being a kid. and that's Yeah, and, like, I remember lovely. going to I've, – I've mentioned this on the podcast many times on Good Movie Monday. We should say that's the other podcast that I host. Uh, go have a listen. Yeah. Great. Uh, this week's it. episode has the son of John Farnham on it, and it's a John Farnham episode. It's fantastic. Aww. Um, I remember seeing The NeverEnding Story at a cinema in Montmorency, and it was the, – the cinema was owned by the road, the Rotary Club. And it was called mm-hmm. the the Montmorency Rotex, I think it was called. And it was this one screen little cinema run by all these old ladies with, you know, lolly bags they'd give you when you walk in. And I saw Never Ending Story there and I spent nearly the entire film 
behind my stepdad's seat because I was terrified of the nothing. Right? Oh. Mm-hmm. Like, and then, then Gamork comes out at the end, you know, the big dog that's in the cave and all that. And mm-hmm. I just remember absolutely shitting myself, right? And that experience combined with a few other scary movie experiences at a very, very young age made me the horror fan I am. Like that adrenaline that I felt as a little kid, and mm-hmm. I like I've said it on the show before. I've been chasing that ever since. Like I chase that experience and that feeling, which you know you never catch because you know that's a once in a lifetime thing to be informed at an early age by horror. But mm-hmm. um, that's why I love horror because I'm always after it. What about you? That's great. I remember the first time I saw the Neverending Story as well, and it was one of the movies that Mum introduced me to at quite a young age as well, but I didn't have quite the same experience. I wasn't at the cinemas, I don't think. I'm pretty sure we rented it um, from Blockbuster on VHS. Um, <laughs> and this was the Blockbuster on uh, Mount Alexander Road in uh, Strathmore. And um, we went home and we were watching it and it, the the dog didn't scare me whatsoever. The only thing I know that where you're stuck going. out to me, yep. you know it, yep. you, a tray you. Yep. A tray. <laughs> Please move. <laughs> I am so traumatized by that horse getting sucked into the mud. The swamp of sadness. I was ball. It made me sad. I was bawling my eyes out, and I have never been the same since. I still struggle to watch that scene, mm. um, and that is just what has stuck with me forever and for that, that movie. That is a really, really powerful example of filmmaking right there because in the book, the horse doesn't die like that. Like, that is made <sighs> for the movie. The horse <sighs> the horse is turned into marble in the, in the book. Oh, okay. Right? And it's not as like it's not a traumatic experience. It just sort of he gets turned to marble, so Trey then has to sort of go on without him. And it's not an emotional impact. Whereas in the movie, mm-hmm. it traumatized generations of uh, Yeah, it fucked me up. It yeah. fucked me and up. And it, it's such Ugh. a it's such a wonderful scene. I just adore that movie in, in every way, shape and form. Just the mm-hmm. best. Just the best. And another movie that I know you you don't love this movie as much. And I love it but for different reasons. And the first time I remember seeing any scenes from this movie, my mum who as if people aren't aware I um my mother and I are very close she was only very very young when she had me so we we kind of grew up together um and it was just her and me for a really long time and movies is how we bonded and this is how Glenn and I met actually through this so one of the first experiences of watching this particular movie she was having all of her girlfriends over for a girls' night. They had popcorn and they were in their pajamas and they had wine. And I remember that's how we met. Shut <laughs> <laughs> up. And um, and I came out from my bedroom. I was supposed to be going to sleep, and I wanted to see what they were watching. And it was the Dirty Dancing. Scene I knew you were going Dirty with Dirty Dancing. Dancing. I knew you were going there. And I wasn't allowed to watch it. I was too young, but I remember watching Baby Dirty Dance with. Johnny or Patrick Swayze, and I was just like, I have to watch this movie. <laughs> yeah. Um. Of course, it was girls' night, so I wasn't allowed. I had to go back to bed. But it was either the, that week or the week after. Mum actually sat down with me on the couch, yeah. and it was special for just us two. We watched Dirty Dancing for the first time. So and you had the time yeah, of was, your life. <laughs> I did. I had the time of my life. I didn't understand anything that was happening, and it wasn't until you know way later that I understood what was actually happening in the movie. But you know, it was just 
things like that really stick in my brain and, and make it nostalgic for me. So they may not be the best movies ever. No, but you don't but even nostalgia is what wins. You don't down. even have to explain that. That's the whole gist of what we do is we run on nostalgia. Movies are good because we connect with them. It doesn't matter if they're they are actually good. We like them mm-hmm. because we connect. But I reckon the first time I saw Dirty Dancing is the reason I don't love it. And that's because it was a similar kind of thing. It was my stepsisters having a girls' night. Mm-hmm. And they That's how we met. Yeah, exactly right. You might remember this, but the, the other people don't. And um, <laughs> I remember, like, I was there. I was their Barbie doll, so they would dress me up and they would do things with me, and um, which has informed so much of who I am growing up. Like, I, I don't, as you know, I don't gravitate towards blokey things. I very much am one of the girls when I'm in a social situation, very much. And so I was plonked on the couch, sort of wedged between all these girls, made to watch Dirty Dancing. As a girl, mm-hmm. like I had to like, you know, you, I had to like it because I was one of the girls. And so yeah. I felt like, Jesus, like I really resented the movie for a long time. <laughs> anyway. I get it. I totally get it. But like as if you weren't sitting there being like, oh, my God, I'm surrounded by girls. Well, Hell if yeah. I was just that little bit older, it would have been <laughs> heaven, absolute heaven. But I would have been about, what year did that come out? 88? Was it 88? I'm not sure. Yeah, I would have only been about 10. I reckon about mm-hmm. 10, eight, 9 or 10. Anyway, no, it was like 87. But, yeah, anyway, so cool. I actually, I saw Ghostbusters at the cinemas at the same uh, um, when I was a kid as well, like for the first time when it got released. So mum and dad sat me front row because it was the only seat left. They must have been those people that rocked up late to the movies because they put us front row. But oh, that librarian, when she goes at the screen right towards the, the in the first act, Mm-hmm. terrified me once again another informative moment like it's fucking <laughs> i remember how frightened i was but i couldn't take my eyes off it yeah that's so funny speaking about being late to cinemas my father is late to everything um and is why i always tell him things are four hours before they actually are <laughs> yeah yeah that's not even a joke i wish it was mm. but they um but anytime he would take me and my sisters to oh my sorry my sisters and i because he'd kill me if he heard me speaking like that <laughs> Um, he would take us to the movies. We were always late, always. And the movie had always started whenever we sat down. But the thing I remember about going to the movies with my dad, and we'd always go to the Reading Cinemas in Warren Ponds um, because they had the best comfiest seats and the biggest screens. Um, <laughs> it was without a doubt always an Adam Sandler movie because that <laughs> is my dad's type of humour and something that we still bond to bond over this day. So I would always rock up late to an Adam Sandler movie, but we would always go see an Adam Sandler movie. Yeah, see, and as you know, my, my whole mantra is if I if I am late to a movie, I don't go to the movie. Like mm-hmm. I will get in the yeah. car and go home. Um, but no, I get I it. I couldn't drive at that point, so no, unfortunately I was stuck there. Right. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. One more I'll give you. One more I'll give you. Um, The first time I saw Natural Born Killers was at cinemas in Parramatta in Sydney. Myself and the family were up there. They were scouting neighborhoods to possibly move to. Mm-hmm. In the end, we ended up moving to Canada. But there was a we were um, given the option of three cities to to live in: Sydney, bit of a commute, yeah, Sydney, Singapore, or Vancouver, and ended up in Vancouver. Oh, wow. But we were scouting places at that time. And back then, different era, I suppose. My parents didn't care if I walked off and did my own thing for the day and then came back at <laughs> night. Even in a strange city like you know Sydney that we didn't know, and I found a cinema. And I went in there, and obviously they wouldn't um, they wouldn't sell me a ticket to see Natural Born Killers because I was only a teenager. So instead, I bought a ticket to see Ace Ventura, and snuck into Natural Born Killers because I'd already seen Ace Ventura. 
Of course, you'd already seen Ace Ventura. Oh, I'll give I'll give you one more. This one's great. Ben, <laughs> ben loves this story. Um, during my time in Canada, coming home, we stopped over in Hawaii, spent a week there, and their cinemas um, they might have been twenty four hours, but I remember eleven o'clock at night to said to my mum, "I'm going to go to the movies." Right, so I just took it upon myself. I would have been about sixteen at the time. Walked to the cinemas, but I didn't know that in Honolulu, all the back streets are full of prostitutes. Oh, right. my Lord. Oh, and my I Lord. was 16. I did not look any older than 16. I clearly looked probably 14, if I'm being honest with myself. I had this blonde ponytail. Like, I was a <laughs> You totally had a ponytail. <laughs> I did. And I remember getting to an intersection and this big African-American woman, like, she was gigantic. And she stands there and she says, did you just get off the ship? And I'm like, what? What are you talking about? I said, no, I've come from come from Australia. <laughs> come from Australia. Yeah. And um, and she goes, oh, you look like you're a navy boy to me. And I said, no, no, I'm just off to the movies. And she goes, want me to suck your dick? And I'm like, oh, what? No. I would, no, I don't, no, yes, no. And I just said. <laughs> Thanks, but no. And I went to the movie. No, I don't want you to. <laughs> and what did I I can't even what did I see at that time? I can't even remember. But um No, you were too busy thinking about something else. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Felt like Hugh Grant for a minute. <laughs> wow. Oh, what a lovely story. That's right. There was a joke in there for all the Gen Xs. <laughs> I got it. I got it. I got it. Poor Liz. Nice. Nice. Oh, goodness me. All right. Well, that was really lovely reminiscing. That was nice. I liked that. (laughs) But now we should move on to uh, our last game, um, which we are going to call Guess the Movie Roll Call. Right. So we'll change it up a little bit. We're going to guess what movie we're talking about. Um, And we're going to name the director. We're going to name the writer. And we're going to name like two to three actors and see if we can guess what the movie is. Sounds good. Sounds fun. All right. Yep. Just playing it a little bit more tricky. Do you want to go first? Sure. Okay. Hey, director. Sam Raimi. Uh-huh. Um, I'm just going to give you the actors because I didn't do a writer for this one. Okay. You wouldn't know the writer. So Sam Raimi directed starring James Franco. Mm-hmm. Mila Kunis. Mm-hmm. Michelle Williams. Oh. Now, if I gave you the the writer, it would probably give it away. So that's why I'm not doing the writer. Oh, well, that's the Wizard of Oz movie yeah. that they did. Oz the Great and Powerful. One. Yeah, couldn't get through that. That was Couldn't you? Nah. Why's that? Uh, it lost me a lot. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Yeah, it lost me a lot. <laughs> um, I watched it because I'll watch pretty much anything that Mila Kunis is in. Um, but yeah, no, I couldn't get through it, unfortunately. Fair enough. I was in that just because I'm an Oz fanatic and I just wanted to be in that universe, but I agree. It could have been done a lot better than what it was, but. Who was um, the writer of that? Well, I was going to say Al Frank Baum, who wrote all the Wizard of Oz books. Uh, oh, okay. Right. Yeah. yeah. I don't know who the screenwriter was on that, to be honest. Fair enough. All right. All right. My first one. We've got the director, Tarantino. For the writer, which is also Tarantino, mm-hmm. but Forever. also Uma Thurman. Mm-hmm. And then for actors, you've got Daryl Hannah and Michael Madsen. Yeah, Kill Bill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was a bit too easy, I think. 
Oh, sorry. I, I, I'm not going to complain. <laughs> I got it. That's a great movie. That is a great movie. Do you prefer volume one or two? Um, probably one because, again, holds a little bit more nostalgia for me. It was one of the first Tarantino movies I saw um, and I saw it with my dad. So, yeah, cool. Yeah, that one kind of stuck with me. I love it. I fucking love that movie. Awesome. All right. So I'm going to give you, once again, I'm going to give you a director and then three actors. Okay. So Ridley Scott. Mm-hmm. Orlando Bloom. Mm-hmm. Liam Neeson. Yeah. And Eva Green. Ooh. Is that... What? Oh. Does this have Brad Pitt in it too? Troy? Mm. Is it Troy? You're in the right direction. Does not have Brad Pitt in it, but it's that kind of sword and sandal kind of movie. Or almost. What other movie was he in? Was it like Alexander the Great or something like that? No, but that era had a lot of these sort of movies. Yeah, like Gladiator and yeah. you're in the and... You're in the right ballpark. I think you kind of know what it is, but just don't have the title in your head. It's no. Kingdom of Heaven. That's the one. He was a knight or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have seen that one. It's been a very, very, it's, very um, long time, though. Ben from Good Movie Monday, it's like one of his favourite movies. He bangs on about it too much. Really? I don't yeah. remember it being that good. The director's cut. He's obsessed with it. Okay. All right. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. All right. Mm. Um, okay. Next one. Yep. We've got the director is Rob Sitch. Okay. Well, there's only three movies this could be. Should I say the castle? Yeah. All right, awesome. Fucking hell, man. <laughs> it was that, or it was the dish, or it was um, uh, any questions for Ben? Which well, definitely I, wasn't that one. <laughs> I watched that about three weeks ago, and it was much better upon repeat viewing than it was when I saw it theatrically. So Okay, well, there you go. All right, how about this one? Um, I don't know if you'll know this director. I think if, I feel like you, maybe you should, but. The name might not okay. ring a bell. So we'll go. Hit me. Director Peter Segal. Actors, this might give it away. Steve Carell. Anne Hathaway. And Alan Arkin. Oh. Steve Carell and Anne Hathaway were in a movie together. Yes, they were. Oh. I don't know. I don't think I know this one. Would you believe? Is it where she's like a boss or something and he's like her intern or something like that? Oh, no, that's De Niro, isn't it? Yeah, no, they would be They'd be partners. I have no idea. Get smart. Oh, my God. Of course it is. <laughs> uh, yeah. I was looking at the poster for that the other day. I reckon that's a cracker of a movie. Like, it's 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 one that there's, it had no right to be good. And it just was. It didn't try to um, blatantly rehash or redo the TV show. It was its own thing. Just used the show as a model. Like, and it just worked well. He was a different Maxwell Smart. She was a different 99, but it just worked. I think he's just goofy enough to kind of pull off a role like that as well, to be honest with you. Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah. There, there you, you go. go. Got one for me. All right, next one. Mm-hmm. The director is John Landis. Yep. And I've got some actors for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dan Aykroyd. Oh, okay. So, Candy. Oh, okay. So before you go any further, let me try and guess it from just the first one, but you just okay. jumped into the second before I had a chance. Right. 
Um, so John Candy and John Landis. Mm. I have to admit that John Candy didn't play a massive yeah, role. Because I wanted in to there. say spies like us. No. Um. Right, keep going. John Belushi. Oh, Blues Brothers. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Duh. Duh. So many big names in that movie. Holy hell. Carrie and not Fisher, one that I would Steve appreciate. Yeah. yeah, not the one that I would appreciate back in the day when I was first watching it. Now that I've gone back and revisited, I'm like, holy shit. Yeah, it's just a phenomenal, phenomenal movie. I love it. I love it. Mm. Um, I think this is your last one. Okay. How about Guy Ritchie? Mm. Jude Law. Mm-hmm. Eric Banner. Oh. And Charlie Hunnam. Oh. Oh, I know this one. It's another sword one. King Arthur. King. Yeah, well done. Dun, 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 King Arthur. Ding, ding, ding. Um, yeah, didn't love that one either. But... <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I did. I really liked that one, and I was probably the only person that did. I really liked, and similar reason. Um, I liked his version of Aladdin. He injected the Guy Ritchiness into oh yeah into a story that shouldn't have Guy Ritchie in it. The thing is, right? Even if you can't tell it's a Guy Ritchie film, you can tell it's a Guy Ritchie film. The, yeah. That guy just has a way of making film fucking cool. That's what and I'm not you... saying that yeah. this movie wasn't cool. It was very very cool. I just <laughs> didn't love the movie altogether. That's but... what you. That's what you call an auteur. A what a what? It's an auteur. When you're an auteur, an auteur filmmaker, it means like you have a distinct style that anyone can pick up mm. if they know it. Yeah, it's very Guy Ritchie, and I appreciate it, and I really enjoy it. Charlie Hunnam is quite nice to look at too. So, because I hadn't, um, you know, objectified anyone yet this episode. So, last one for me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, director Frank Darabont. Okay, so we're going to go Shawshank Redemption. Or the Yep. Fuck you, man. Why do you have to get it? (laughs) First thing, Jesus Christ. See, I wouldn't pick that straight from the director. No, but there's a combination of me knowing he made it, knowing all the other movies he made, and knowing And knowing what I've seen. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) You've got the advantage here. God. Yeah. That's uh, hilarious. (laughs) I enjoy that aspect of it, I must admit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, thanks. Well, if you're yeah. going to objectify men, I'm going to exploit you. That's fair enough. There we go. Enjoy being exploited. So you're welcome. <laughs> is that it? Are we, are we done? Uh, is Do you have any more for me? No. Or is that I've it? Done, I've done four. Oh, you yeah. went first. Oh, fun. You're very good at that game. I enjoyed that one. Compliments where compliments are due. Okay. Thank you. And speaking of a Jew. Oh, careful. Adieu to you, my fine sir, because we are Ooh. wrapping up the show for Dicey. another week. I thought you were going into some Bradley Cooper territory there. I'm like, okay, Maestro's coming out. Let's talk about that. Thank you, everybody, for joining us for another week. We're going to just blow straight past that. Um, please, you know, find us on... Because of his nose? Gonna... Facebook and YouTube and... 
Anywhere else the young people find all the videos and podcasts and all that kind of stuff, you can go onto Good Movie Monday, um, the website, and there's a little drop-down tab for Wednesday up late, so go and find us on there. Hit us up on the tickety-tock clock. That, and- that drop-down was earlier in the episode. If you didn't pick up on it back then, because I'm not putting it in this part of the show, so it was... Okay, so... <laughs> and anyway, thank you. <laughs> oh, you're talking about the website. are we done are we done it wouldn't be a show if it didn't get derailed somehow anyway see you later glenn bye